Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Tell me what to do you Know who you're talking to But you better get used to the way the war back I do what you got Inventions and outfits But that's a great boy Ladies and gents Back at it again Episode 11 Beverly Fantasy Bulletin Turn it up here we go. Ep- We're back. Ep 11. Back in the studio. Back at it, ready to roll. Snowy night. Mm-hmm. Thursday nighters going on. We got the Seattle game, the Green Bay. Actually pretty close, 21-17 at the moment. Yeah. Just got into the... Going uh, for a field goal. Yeah, Seabass. The old bitch. <laughs> Kick his ass, Seabass. <laughs> yeah, it is good. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we got... Cam ep- Neely. Cam Neely, yeah. Why not, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, at 11. Who's your 11, Gordo? I, I I got Edelman. It's the Julian Edelman. That is disgusting. It's weak, but... Uh, I'm going to go Larry Fitz. Larry Legend. Beauty. Can't go wrong with Larry uh, Fitzgerald. But if you prefer, uh, we could have gone Julio Jones, True. Carson Wentz, Drew Bledsoe, <laughs> or Cole Bars Beasley. Oh, Cole. <laughs> Yeah. I'm looking like Cole Beasley. Right oh, yeah. Now, you need My to hair is gutter. And you know what? I heard they're not even accepting donations anymore. <laughs> the, yeah, so it's... Yeah, because that's the reason you were growing it the whole time, <laughs> I'm sure. It's all for naught. Fuck, now. that's great. Oh, well. Maybe I will have to get a cut next year. Yeah, or, or at least... Or at least. <laughs> At least get the split ends cut off. You no, know? man. Hey, it's better stuff. More volume. Oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, down here with Teddy. Yeah, Ted's here. He's ready to roll. Yeah, we got a special guest coming in to the Light It Up Listener Lounge. Yeah, he'll be in later. Um, um, a jam-packed week. Yeah, and uh, we want to jump into it. We, we've got a new sponsor this week. Uh, we should have probably done it last week. Um, I guess. But you know what? We're giving it props while, while it's due. Yeah. Uh, our sponsor this week is the Canadian military. Yeah. Just uh, <coughs> saying our thanks and honor Remembrance Day happened uh, last Sunday uh, for all the men and women that have served and continue to serve. Yeah. Letting us live the life we want. Yeah. Letting <laughs> us record a podcast high and drunk in a basement. <laughs> exactly. You know? So Fuck. thank you. Yeah, we thank you. And uh little thing, just wanted to say something about uh, Maddie's boy, George Kittle. Oh, God, I love Kittle. Yeah, and you know what? I like him even more now because before the game on Monday Night Football, he went and shook every service member's hand that was at the game. And I, I tried to count, like, on the video. It's, it's probably about 30. Really? Yeah, so he just walks the line, shakes all their hands, and... Uh, 
I think that's cool. I think it, I think it's good when guys do shit like that. Yeah, I respect that. That's a great move. Kittles and bits. Yeah, Kittles Love and the bits. Guy. Great uh, tight end and oh, yeah. uh, stand up stand up guy. That's right. Got him in the twelfth round. Yeah, not whoop, a bad. great value. All right. Well, let's jump into it. We're gonna go into the text and answer uh, segment of the pod. Um, and our first one comes in from the scoundrel himself in East Lake, Scotty, uh, and he says, "Julio, think you are? I am." Shane paid $33 for Devonta Freeman when he hit the wire earlier this year, who has since gotten him a total of 4.1 points. I think this might be the worst ratio of points to money in our league. Who do you think has been the most cost-effective waiver wire pickup of the season? You can't really blame a guy for getting no. hurt. Yeah. You know, Dutch but, didn't know that was going to happen. I mean, that is a, that is a tough stat, though. Four that is for three. Well, I mean, what's Corey Clement got for the boys? Right? <laughs> oh, Corey Clement was cheap. Wendell oh, Smallwood. Oh, Smallwood was the big time. You mean yeah. uh, waiver wire Wendell? <laughs> waiver wire Wendell. <laughs> He's back out there, man. Oh I think. yeah, pick him up. <laughs> uh, Feldy cut bait. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. Um, I I picked Nick Chubb. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. Johnny got him for free. Zero dollars. You got a bell cow. Uh, RB one. Uh, bonafide uh, starter, yeah. and he's only getting better. Yeah, uh, had a huge week last week, um, and it was one of the more recent uh, pickups. Can't argue with free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think who else was free that really went uh, went off for the boys. I mean, a guy like Mitch Trubisky has probably helped Kellen win. He was yeah, probably well, free. Yeah, turn um, that into Phil. Phil the thrill. Phil the thrill, and I mean that was a tough week for Phil and a great week. For fucking Mitch. But I didn't win, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. uh, we don't need to talk about Mitch just yet. No. <laughs> he'll be getting he'll be getting his his love later on in the pod. Uh yeah. So yeah, I'd say Nick Chubb is probably the best value. Yeah. But um Alright. So what, this one comes in from uh Big Dick Nick? Oh yeah. That hose. Yeah, big time hose. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fireman with that thing, man. He uh, he says, question for the pod is, I trade... So he traded Didi. Oh, yeah. He already made the trade. So he yeah. says, I traded Didi Westbrook and a second for Corey Davis and a fourth. <laughs> my other receivers are Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, and my boy, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. <laughs> He says, "Do you think I overpaid two keeper team or two keepers on a twelve team league?" And he's sitting in third right now. Well, fuck if you're going for the ship. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, I mean, I think a second for Corey Davis is a little bit high, but uh, you're getting a fourth back. Yeah, though. The fourth back is not bad. I don't mind that. I, I think it's giving you trade. obviously some receiver depth, right? If you've only got Hill and Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's true. And MVS. True. Is MVS having a game tonight? No, oh, De- uh, your, your boy Adams is. just made a huge catch. Oh, he might even go for over 200 tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> he needs over 200 <laughs> to get to the forecast a little early, yeah. eh? Anyways. Devontae Adams needs over 200 yards this, well, and he's at 1,000. It'll be the first time in his career. Ooh. Yeah. That's a nice little tidbit. Yeah, nice little sound. I don't mind that. Uh, yeah, so anyways, kudos on that trade, big dick. I think you're uh, you're gonna reap that reward. If you actually asked me that about that trade two weeks ago, I would have said no, terrible, because Corey Davis wasn't doing anything. No, nope. he's come on hot and lately. Marcus Mariota's playing a lot better. Yeah, a lot better. Too. So big dick, I think he did it. 
Looking good, buddy. Uh, our next question comes in from Chris Kirk Pex in Linwood. Uh, and he said, if you had to pick a team today that you think in the next four years is going to be the team based on their quarterback, their running back, their wide, uh, wide receiver on the team, and a tight end, who would be your pick? That's like set themselves up for success in the next four years. Um, I, I we were talking earlier, and I I said Chicago mm-hmm. because I like Mitch Gunslinger. Um, they have a great tandem in the backs, and Tariq Cohen has really come into his own this year as a second year man. Yeah. Um. Yep. So they have that nice change of pace back. Their wide receivers is the only thing I'm a little suspect on, but they have Allen Robinson. Yep. And yeah, Taylor Gabriel and Anthony Miller, they're both rookies, I believe. Not Taylor Gabriel, no. Taylor no, no. Gabriel, no. Taylor Gabriel played for the Browns oh, for like yeah, two or three right. years. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then he flew the coop, went to Hotlanta, and then he would landed in Chicago. Miller's the rookie. Agent. Miller is the rookie, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mind that pick. When, when I first read this question, the first team that came to mind was Kansas City. Obviously, they've got that's a an easy stud. One, that's an easy one, right? They've got a stud at every one of those positions, mm-hmm. like a, a top, top guy. Uh, but I thought I'd stray a little bit. Um, and I went with the uh, Minnesota Vikings, actually. I think Dalvin Cook, if he can return to his form, uh, he's a stud running back. This year has been a bit tricky. Who knows what the what the future holds for him. But then at wide receiver, take your pick. You got Diggs or Thielen. Mm-hmm. Tight end, you got Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, doesn't get a lot of love. Quietly goes about his business. Uh, and then Kirk. Kirk is kind of the the swing in that yeah. in that pick because he hasn't obviously he hasn't really shown that he can take it quite to that next level yet. yeah yeah i agree he hasn't uh you know rewarded them for all that money mm-hmm. uh but if he does that that team has uh they got i really i really have like that latavius murray who can also run the ball yeah the latavius train uh yeah so there you go uh pex that's our answer Oh, Teddy. Oh. Taking a hit out of the kid here. Yeah, you know what? Uh, pods weren't made for winter. Can't <laughs> no. crack a window down no. in the studio. I think we might be able to crack a little window. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't really want to get yeah. that in here. But, but, man, yeah. Oh, well, what uh, What do we got next? Don't you have one from uh, Oh yeah, your, I got one. your best friend? <laughs> your best friend down in the ravine? Yeah. <laughs> So, what did you say last week? Fucking had me howling. Hunting coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> I just had this vision of him snapping a coyote oh, in two. Which, and the coyotes are bad, man. I see one a day in front of my house, for sure. Uh, just waiting but, for one of the cats to get out, Yeah, eh? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the, what do you do well, instead? You, you lock him in the fucking laundry yeah, you hamper, lock him in the closet. Let him piss stuff. all over your bed sheets. <laughs> it was a fucking accident, okay? <laughs> But, and whatever, we'll save that for another time. Um, yeah, this one comes in from the Yeti. I was talking to him uh, a couple days ago. He was asking me how the pod was going. I said, it's going really well. Um, and he says, I've been following the N40L quite closely from the park. Northside, <laughs> Northside Black Bear and I share an iPad with a very minimal data plan. And he says, it's really coming down to the wire in the playoff race. He says, this one's kind of just directed at Maddie, but okay, for, sure. for both of us. Sure. He says, who do you think is in, and who do you think is just in the way? Wow, fuck. 
That's not a that's not a bad question there yet. Respect. Um, it, it's tough. I guess we'll give a little context for those that aren't in our league. Uh, we've got two locks for sure. Uh, yeah. We got uh, Pex at eight and two, and Stu at seven and three, uh, and that leaves four more spots. And the problem is there's six guys that are that are in the running. Uh, we have five guys that have a six and four record, and then uh, Shane is sitting at five and five, but could make a jump, you know, with a solid showing. These next three weeks are all divisional games. So that helps me yeah. and you, Gordo, Big time. huge. Because we got the two weaker guys in our div. Um, not saying that it's an automatic win, but it sure is easier than having to take on Feldman and Kellen and Nigel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after thinking about this, I have to say, if, you, if this question came in two weeks ago, Locke for missing the playoffs for sure would have been Kel. Yeah. I, he, his team was uh, rough. Uh, I don't. I didn't really believe in them. Two weeks later, they are my lock to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, hey. I, I can't see that team not making it. They've got, uh, they've got their guys peaking at the right time. McCaffrey is coming on strong. Aaron Jones is having a fucking hell of a night tonight. Mm-hmm. He is. And uh, yeah, I think uh, this this team is is going to do some damage in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to face them first round, but I think they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. Um, and we, we haven't even mentioned, I think the fact that they solidified their QB spot, picking up Phillip Rivers, and then of course you got Odell and Corey Davis on the team. Uh, he yeah. does have the lowest points for out of anybody that's 6 He does, four. but the, earlier in the year, those guys were all underperforming. The last True. two weeks, this guy's had, I think, the top point production. Like last week, he, he went off for something, yeah. something stupid, like 140 points or something like that. Yeah, and Aaron Jones is having a great game today. He's got two TDs, yeah. one through the air. Yeah, um, and then my my guy that I think is going to get just to the edge of the playoffs and not make it, and I'm sorry to do this, is uh, Feldy. Matthew Feldman. Matthew Feldman. Uh, and the reason is I love I love his quarterback. His wide receivers are great. He's got Boyd and Hopkins. But then I look at his running backs, and after Todd Gurley, he's got two running backs. Ito Smith and EJ Elijah <laughs> Elijah McGuire. Those are his running backs. Yeah, that's so I just bad. I just don't see if if Gurley's for once has a bad week. I, I just see it I just see it not working out well for him. Um, so he was he's my pick to miss out. All right. Yeah. Well, good question from the Yeti. Yeah, thanks, Yets. I'm 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 torn. I mean, I've I don't know. I to me at, at this point, it's a fucking coin flip. Like, I mean, guys win tight weeks, guys lose tight weeks. Yeah, it's really hard to say between the bottom. You know, like there's what one, two, three. Yeah, five, five guys at six, six and, and four. four. Yeah, um, one div has three of them. Yeah, the old English div has three guys yeah. all tied at six and four. So, like mine and Maddie's advantage to make it is the division being weaker. Yeah, big time. So. I think I might come in sixth. Picking yourself, eh? No. Okay. That's the last guy to not to fucking barely make it. And Scraping I think I, by. Wouldn't I, have it any other way? I think I might barely make it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's between it's between uh, the butt kickers and cat guy, I think, that are going to make it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's fucking a crapshoot. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> right? But, yeah. But, Those are our hunches. Yeah. And the funny thing with this question is, I don't know if um, 
John, the Romanian rascal, is subscribing to the same, you know, uh, websites and pages that the Yeti does with his limited data. Because uh, John from the Rock Pile legit sent that exact Almost question exact in question. about an hour and a half ago. Um, so we've already touched on that. But speaking of John, we, in our conversation, he also made a recommendation. And I'm just going to put it out there, see what the boys think. Uh, he immediately regretted it and said, don't attach my name to that. Please don't put it in the pod. Please don't put it in the pod. So we'll see what happens. But he said, uh, I, I was going to suggest in the group chat that we start a fantasy cookbook. <laughs> Each guy from our league throws in a home recipe. But I don't think guys would be into that. <laughs> and it was right after, don't put that in. Please don't put that I in. I mean, it depends on how much cream cheese guys want on stuff. <laughs> Twice toasted. I mean, I've made a real nice dinner last night. Am I going to put a recipe in a cookbook? Probably not. Oh, know? man. What you make last night? I had uh, some chicken thighs with tomato sauce and some spinach and mm. cut up some peppers. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's that nice. Good. I, you know what? We were actually contemplating having Gord's grilling tip yeah. at one point on the pod. Yeah, we were th- talking about going with uh, grilling with Gord. Grilling with Gord, yeah. yeah and it was going to be sponsored by Tones by <laughs> at Tones Barbecue on Instagram. But I don't know what we would get from that. But no. yeah, you know. But we could share some of Tones grilling tips. What did he say to you at Johnny's Cabin? He said. If you're cooking, or no. if you're looking, it ain't cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one was great. That's I like good. that one a lot. Um, sick. So, uh, Johnny, we'll see what the boys say. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll throw it out there. Any um, other questions? Yeah, this one comes in uh, from Barry. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck off, Barry! <laughs> Head referee uh, of the AMHL. God damn it. Um, I'm pretty good buddies with Barry because I'm at the box. I'm in the box pretty quite often, at least once a game myself. So oh, whatever. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he says Barry. Yeah. This is Barry. He says Matty Ice. What can I say? You are soaring up the Pims race on the Cougar Flyers. Uh, How does it feel to be firmly planted in first on the team with 25 penalty minutes? Uh, I believe you're also first in the division. I think the next guy has 24. This is true. When will your game finally change? Hashtag Maddie the Mouth. <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even have a response for that shit. Maddie the Mouth. You know what that makes me think of? What your mom calls me. <laughs> Mad Matt. Mad Matt. Oh, oh she sticks. I'm perpetually angry because she's come to like two games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm constantly that. angry. Yeah. So she's coming you know on what? Sunday. It's been. I'm gonna tell you right now. Like it's been an issue my whole life. <laughs> I remember playing uh, minor hockey. My dad would sit down with the coach before the season started, <laughs> and they would try to like think of ways to get me to shut my fucking yap. And obviously it didn't work. Put a um, fucking muzzle on that kid. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I just. Uh, well, he was just, you know, he's concerned because you get to 50, you get an email. I know, and that's just going to lead to something not good. You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> you know, it's going to suck. Actually, it's funny that you brought this up because earlier this evening, um, Pex and I run the team. Uh, we actually got an email from the league director. Okay. Uh, and he's, he just basically let us know that uh, we are one of four teams, 14 teams in the entire Alberta Men's Hockey League. That's on pace for over 400 penalty minutes. 
Um, and through 10 games, <laughs> through 10 games, we've had 157. So we're on pace for 471. What's our record, though? Oh, eight, eight and three. Yeah. Eight, three and eight, one. Eight, three and one. Yeah, that's right. We're killing it. Um, and then he uh, so graciously posted the the leaders on our team. And of course, I'm in first. Johnny uh, Valley View Vices is sitting in second, not that far off. And you know what? He'd be first, but he missed two games because he had a kid. So yeah. So I'm I'm in first by default. It would be you, Schmills. Um, actually, congrats by the way, Johnny. Uh, Will the thrill Schmill? Yeah. <laughs> Will, William Schmiller, welcome to uh, welcome to a lifelong uh, career cheering on the Dolphins. I guess we're in Aqua. Uh, Have fun, bud. Little mini Kiko. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so he sits in second, and then of course a uh, couple D guys, Josh, Adam, brothers are are up there too. But yeah. Flyers got to stop that, but you know what? As a result, we've got a fucking deadly penalty kill. Yeah, that's true. We don't get scored on often on the PK. No, that is, that is very true. That's probably a lot. A lot of that has to do with goalie Drew, though. So I'm not even up there. I'm in sixth, I think. Well, six out of seventeen guys is up there. I guess. Oh, not well. first, but whatever. Um. Yeah. Is that you? Have any other questions? No, I just I was just got a text in from the Eddie and when I was talking to Barry earlier this week. <laughs> Boy, you got lots of friends. Oh, yeah, pretty popular guy. <laughs> ah shit. Um well, I guess I guess it's that time. It's that time we go pass it around the NFL. And I well pass to lead off pass it around the NFL. I went to my first legal Dispensary, dispensary. Oh, last yeah. night. Yeah, it was pretty cool actually. Which one did you go to? Fire and Flower. Yeah, I've heard about that one. They've do got we, a good Instagram game. That one. Do they? Yeah. yeah it was. It was good. Um, I don't know. It was uh, like it was kind of surreal, like mm-hmm. going in there and buying weed. Um, yeah. But whenever I got an indica, I got a sativa. The indica's real, real smooth. This is beautiful. What is that velvet? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was pretty funny. So pass it around the NFL. Yeah. So thanks. And what's the name of this stuff you got? Does it have a name? Plain packaging indica. <laughs> and plain packaging sativa. <laughs> oh man. <coughs> I'm too cheap. To Only the finest stuff. for the BFB. Mm-hmm. Well, last week we touched on it a little bit. What's old is new again in TD celebrations. And a couple more happened uh, that I that I had to talk that I had to mention. The first was Tyreek Hill scoring his second touchdown of the game and getting behind the camera, mm-hmm. uh, you know, channeling his inner Ocho Senko. I love seeing that. I'm yeah, sure he's going to get fined. He got flagged for using a prop, <laughs> but fuck, whatever. It was great. Way to go, cheat up! Yeah. <laughs> the second one, just a respect one, was all the New Orleans Saints tossing up the X. Yeah, that was for, good for their boy Dez. Even Des. though he's been there for two days, Ingram, Kamara, Thomas, and the entire Saints D uh-huh. tossed uh-huh. it up at different points in the game. So that's saying something. I really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. What else went on? Um. Well, I think after this bye week in Arizona, they finally figured it out. And they, they think so on all in all facets. No, just with DJ's touches. Oh, you mean they remember they had him and yeah. actually fed him the ball? Yeah, uh, you know David, Dustin, David Johnson. 
<laughs> no, Dustin. Damn it, David Johnson. But actually, <laughs> no, it's I, Dustin. I yeah. saw Dustin and Paulina. I think are a thing again. So back on. Yeah, that nice. should have could have been in bacon spits, but <laughs> lucky. Uh, DJ's finally seeing some touches. He gets twenty eight touches. He had twenty eight. Twenty eight. They fed him twenty eight times yeah. last week. Twenty fuck. Twenty eight touches. Touches. <laughs> 21 rush attempts, 98 rush yards, a rush TD. He got nine targets, seven receptions for 85 yards and a receiving TD. He got 30.30 fantasy that's a, points. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a DJ day. That's a right, yeah, that's the DJ we know yeah. and we love. Not yeah. the guy that doesn't show up this season. Not the guy that gets his wrist hurt in week one last season. No. That's the DJ <laughs> we know. And, the DJ uh, I used to love. Yeah, his catches, his catches came from the backfield and in split wide sets. Um, but Whoa. so, wow. so, yeah, not even just I've out of the backfield. I've never heard that term come out of your mouth. Wow. <laughs> this pot is changing. Oh, you. we're changing. Oh, that uh, was wonderful. Mike McCoy got fired. Uh, and then the new OC they got was Byron Leftwich, who I don't know. I've never fucking heard of that guy, but. Oh, former quarterback, man. Mm. Byron Leftwich. Not very good. He used to play for the Jags, I think. No. Cards for a bit. Was he a stealer too? Oh yeah. He bounced around. Um, yeah. But he got the job, and he clearly got. Kind of had the David, the, the David Garrard body, David you know, <laughs> built like a tank, like just a just a, a cylinder. Popeyes biscuit away from being a tight end. Oh man, <laughs> that will still be the trip of the week, even when Nigel fucking roasted you for no reason. Yeah, that's true about your hair. <laughs> um, fucking Booger McFarland. Booger McFarland came through. That was great. That but, was yeah. it. Game over, man. It's game over. Yeah. Fuck. The uh, other things that uh, one thing there were a couple there were three actually or three or four records set this week. The first one most receiving yards in NFL history. Larry Legend Fitzgerald, the namesake of this episode, moved into second place, passing Terrell Owens. He now has fifteen thousand nine hundred and fifty-two yards. Still a ways away from first though. Jerry yeah, Rice sits Jerry Rice there with twenty-two thousand. So. Yeah. Don't think it's gonna happen for Larry, but fuck, nice to sit in second place. I thought that would be in Matt Stank's stats. Well, you know what? Records, I had to split them up. There's yeah. so many good dank stats this week. I had to, I had to find a happy medium. So I'm putting the records oh, in here. Yeah, the other neat thing that happened um, was that uh, it took Julio Jones the fewest games to reach 10,000 career reception yards. Hmm. It only took him 104 games. Calvin Johnson was is second. He used to hold the record. He has 115. And closely behind him was Antonio Brown. At 116. I think the neat thing to note here is that last, the the fourth, fifth, uh, sixth place guys, Torrey Holt, Lance Allworth, and Jerry Rice are all Hall of Famers. So, you know, it's if Julio keeps oh, yeah. it up, good company. He's in. He's also leading the league in receiving yards right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, and with his third pass TD this week, Drew Brees passed Brett Favre. He has the second most Past touchdowns in NFL history at 508. Um, and that was the 257th start for Breeze. And Favre uh, got 507 in 298. So he's doing it quicker and more efficiently. Uh, but next up is Peyton Manning with 539 yards uh, past TDs. Sorry, he's 31 away. Hmm. Um, and then, what do you think? Is Matt Barkley the answer? <laughs> I want your take on this. I can't see him being the answer, but 
put a spark in that offense, <laughs> to say the fucking least. Sure did. And Deion Dawkins, and you know what the fucked stat is? Deion Dawkins, that offensive lineman that caught that touchdown on that trick play, yeah. is now tied for the team lead in reception TDs with one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Zay Jones has one. Uh, fuck, I think Charles Clay only has one. So, hmm. Oh, I'm trying to look up. Uh, Deion Dawkins. Trying to look up a quote from the Barkley deal. Okay. Uh, we well, can we can touch on it. Listeners later. have time, right? I mean, take, uh, take all take all of it. No, I should have been on it. <laughs> uh, I okay. got a quote. I got a quote I could share. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, and I loved it as a Patriot hater. Um, Dion Lewis was asked, "Is it personal oh, in the yeah. locker room?" And his quote was, "Hell yeah, it's personal. That's what happens when you go cheap. You get your ass kicked." Fuck. Dion didn't even have that great of a game. No, but you know what? Be his <laughs> former team, Patriots of the South. Yeah, revenge came game. Came through. Yeah. yeah. You had another... Uh, what else? Yeah, oh, that Chiefs and Rams game. Oh, yeah, that's fucked, eh? Got flexed to Mexico. Jesus Christ. Fucking had a concert on the goddamn field. Like, how could you be so retarded? Uh, it looked like a country road in fucking Didsbury. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> it was bad. Brutal. Estadio Azteca mm-hmm. is the stadium. And Do you know why it was fucked? From a concert. Shakira. No <laughs> yeah. way. Her hips don't fucking lie, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the other cool thing about that is is the Rams. No filter. Uh, this sucks. I like no filter joints. Well, we can talk about it right now. Like, okay, so Gord rolled this pass around the NFL joint. No filter. And no air is passing through. The tip of the J is all soggy. You avoid all this with a little filth. You know? No way. You just cone it. No, I don't like coning it at all. Because I've had to try to relight this biatch a few too many times. It's hazardous to my health. (laughs) Anyways. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying something good about the world, not complaining about no filter joints. Oh, well, at least we got Teddy. (laughs) You can can try to smoke the rest of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trying to suck a watermelon through a fucking straw. (laughs) Brutal. Fucking squeezing water out of a rock, eh, Maddie? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, the Rams, in a nice fashion, are giving uh, their... Well, they didn't give an exact number, so who knows about this. Quote, unquote, thousands of tickets to first responders battling all the Cali fires, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a real... I respect that move. Because, I mean, and people... They got the room. (laughs) Yeah, they got the room. So the tickets to buy... Because, I mean, there wasn't supposed to be a game there, so season ticket holders didn't have games to it. Right. So they were the first ones able to buy, and then mm. they went to Ticketmaster, so that's why they had all these tickets to give. Okay. Right? But, uh, yeah. That's Fuck. about it. Well, um, I just, I didn't mention this in our production meeting, but there's one more thing I want to touch on in... Uh, I'll pass it around the NFL, and it's a, a bit of uniform talk. Um, <laughs> oh, and I just, I just feel, I feel the the listeners should be well versed in the league's uniform rules. And it's kind of fucking stupid, if you ask me. When you've got leagues like the NBA that are changing constantly, I think they got a rule that they so that each NBA team came out with four unis each this year. Yeah. And they've got a rule that you have to change the one, the like their alternate has to change every year. Obviously a money grabbing scheme, but it's kind of neat. 
And like some of them are gorgeous. Like the Timberwolves came out with a Prince uh, Prince tribute one. It looks amazing. Anyways. And the Miami one's tight. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah. And the white white Raptors one, the white and yeah. the gold, don't mind that either, right? No, so they've got lenient rules. Uh, the NHL's allowed a bunch of teams to come out with thirds. The NFL's rules are once you set your lo- once you pick a uniform, you have to keep that uniform for a minimum five years. Really? You are not allowed to make a single change to it unless it's like minor, like a stripe. That's it. Huh. So it, I find this interesting because people always say like, man, why do the fucking Steelers – or sorry, not the Steelers. The Rams always wear their white uniforms. Yeah, obviously, like they wear their throwbacks and the like throwbacks are dope. that are so nice. Yeah, they they should be full time. Prop. They were the best uniform of the week. Them and the Steelers rocking the color rush unis. Mm-hmm. Those were the two best of the week for sure. But anyways, I, like these, I don't mind these green. Bay yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind them either. Uh, they're pretty nice. Anyways, back on topic, Gordo. Um, the Rams when they moved from St. Louis to L.A., they did not want to keep the gold. Uh-huh. That's why they got rid of the gold horns on their helmet. But because of the league's stupid rules, they still have to wear the jersey. So the blue, the navy blue one has a lot of gold in it. And the white one has just that stripe on the arm. Oh. So if you look at their unis, they've got one random gold stripe. And the rest is just navy blue and white. You know? Hmm. So it's just stupid shit like that. Like, I know for a fact that Cleveland Browns ownership, coaches, and management hate the current uniforms. Just like the fans. Like, they fucked up. They, we used to have the best in the league. Or up there, at least. Well, stop shaking. <laughs> anyways, they were up there. But, uh, so anyways, we can't go back. We have to wait till 2020. So as a Browns fan, I got to wait till 2020 for my team to upgrade. Yeah. So anyways, just wanted to provide some context. Oh, and the last thing I'll say, you're only allowed to have one color helmet. So like teams have past colors, like the Atlanta Falcons used to rock red domes and then went back to black. You can only rock one base color helmet. So whatever you decide is what you got to roll with. Really? Yeah. The more you know, man. I, yeah. I fucking, I, like, I love this shit. And I know other people do too. I've had private convos where people love the uni talk. <laughs> All right. That's Matt's uniform talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 11. Yeah. Or at least, or at least like to talk about it behind my back about how much they hate it. <laughs> Well, fuck it, whatever. Uniforms are dope, man. No, I like uniforms. I like uniforms. My favorite part of playing Madden is honestly picking my uniform because I usually get fucking worked no matter what I'm playing. Shane dominates me every time we play. Fuck so it, Shane. I'm terrible. Anyways, best part is picking your uniform. At All least right. if you're going to get loser, you got to uh, look good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways. All right. Thanks for letting me have that. And Dude. I was going to take it if you... Yeah, the other way. So, so we got the uniform talking, but we didn't get Connor's corner yet, eh? Well, fucking drop it. Go uh, for no, corner. we're gonna talk about Connor's corner later with uh, with our special guest. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's when that's when Connor's corner is coming around. Mm-hmm. Uh, show Shane's coming into the lighted up listener lounge. Show life, Shane, baby, and uh, yeah. show guy. Um, should be here soon. Yeah, he'll be here in a little bit, but it's our Pittsburgh uh, insider. Yeah. So we're doing some Steel Town talk. Yeah. Fitting, uh, considering the whole situation that went down there this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of the unrest that's been around the team all year with the division. But still, pr- still yeah, we'll get though. into it when it's time. Anyways, so Gordon. we're jumping in. No frills, no neighbor. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, you know, I heard it's a pod favorite. Um, 
It's pretty funny. This this week was pretty weak. <laughs> Who did you pick last week? Uh, Nick Mullins. No, Nick, Nick Mullins was last week. Yeah, 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 which was sick. Yeah, that was a great good pick. Yeah, he came out two tall games in a row for the young guy. But uh, this week was a little bit of a softer pool for the no-namers. Um, but we're going with Jalen Samuels, running back from uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, I like I said, it kind of ties in with our uh, our Pittsburgh insider. Okay. Um, yeah. He's uh, listed as a running back and a tight end. <laughs> so... Take what you take what you will with that. <laughs> oh man, he's what? He's a running back and a tight end. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he walks in like. Can you imagine? Like he's like, okay, like today I need to go to running backs meeting, and you walk yeah. in, walks into the tight end room, and everybody's like looking at him. What What would you say? You do here. You know, <laughs> no one knows what's up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, he fucking reached Pater, so he's getting it. Good he for got, him. Uh, he got five rush. He had five rush attempts. He had seven rush yards. <laughs> oh my god, Ford. Are you fucking kidding? You picked a guy with seven fucking rush yards. But he had four targets for three receptions, 22 yards through the air, and a score. He scored. He scored. Get but the whole. One. Oh man, I don't know about that one. I, I if I knew how to make a Twitter poll, I might dust off the old account and see what what see what the fans. Think it was of a that low. One. It was a low pool for the no namers. Five week. carries for seven yards. Well, that's only and it's really only. I think he's a tight it. end. It sounds like. <laughs> it's really only because Connor got hurt, but no, yeah, but and then they played him in garbage time. Holy. I know seven yards. Okay, I know the no frills. Wow. No, it was a little bit like I said. It was a soft pool yeah. for no neighbors this week. Yeah, no neighbors. Or no, last week was uh, Maurice. Her- oh, Maurice Harris was honorable mention in both. <laughs> yeah, he was a got no lazy. He was a no neighbor and a grinder, <laughs> yeah, but he yeah, had that's a great right. week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But fuck, I don't know. But anyway, we are scraping. No neighbor <laughs> used to be a fan favorite. <laughs> After we'll this week, might not be. Hey, guys are grabbing him on the wire. Okay. I don't know if you would, but yeah, I know, in, in I know that, guys that, are. Yeah, that league you're nope. in where there's no one. I check the ads, man. I'm Like I said, I'm an ad guy, I'm a gut guy. Right? So these guys are going with their guts, and I like that. <laughs> and, and he's getting he's getting oh, picked up, man. Fuck. He was like the second, second top ad on the waiver this week. This plain packaging weed is nice. <laughs> fucking high. Yeah, it oh, is good. Oh, man. Um... Okay, well... What are we going, Matt Stank stats? Yeah, I got a few here. Uh, it's going to be pretty... I'm going to go quick because there's a lot of cool shit that happened this week. Oh, he did have 10,000 ads. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Okay. So uh, guys must be listening. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways. A lot, of sh- a lot of shit happened, so I kind of want to run through it quick. So first, got to talk about it. He's my boy. Yeah, Browns fan. Nick Chubb. He had the longest play from scrimmage this season in the entire league. Uh, and, which went for 92 yards. On top of that, so he had there was an 82 reception yard uh, uh, by George Kittle and 72 rush uh, rush attempt by Isaiah Crowell. But he broke both of those with his run. Uh, it was the longest run in Cleveland Browns history. And a neat stat to think about is at one point the Georgia Bulldogs had Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley in their backfield. Really? Yeah. At one time, which is fucked. And then on a smaller scale, the Wisconsin Badgers a few years before that had Melvin Gordon, James White, and... 
Who's the other fucker that was there? Oh, Corey Clement. Clement? Clemente. <laughs> Clement. Yeah, he was the other one. Yeah, so huh. uh, that, that was that's kind of a neat one. Uh, Cody Parkey, the kicker Ooh. for the Chicago Bears, went two for six on kick attempts. He missed two field goals and two PATs last week. But the Oof. fuck thing out of all of that is on all four of his misses, he hit one of the uprights. Yeah, that's wild. Every time. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen that stat in my life. I, I'll probably never see it again. No. That's crazy. Uh, accurate in the worst way possible. Uh, I, like I think it's time stats. the BFB. Yeah, kicker stats are great. Kickers matter, man. Yeah. Uh, the, it's about time we give the Indianapolis Colts a little bit of love. Ooh, I've, I was thinking about an Indy because – Luck didn't get sacked once last game. Oh yeah, you're you're all you're on it, buddy. The Colts uh, haven't allowed a sack in four straight games. That's Holy 126 fuck. pass attempts, zero sacks, and he's only been hit eight times. Luck's taken 33 hits in the last nine games. If you think two years ago, the only problem Indy had was being able to keep Luck standing. Yeah. And now they oh, that rookie Quinton Nelson, uh, just a fucking monster, uh, had a huge week. And Andrew Luck himself, he's had 32 straight games with at least one pass touchdown, which is the longest active streak in the league. Hmm. Uh, and then can't move past the Colts if you don't talk about Eric Ebron. <laughs> Your boy. He's had more touchdowns this year than he did throughout his entire college career. And huh. he needs two more this season to match his four-year total in Detroit. That's the year this guy's having. Yeah, he is having know? a great year. Alvin Kamara, 25 games, 28 touchdowns. Freak. <laughs> Moving on. Seven, qu- seven quarterbacks have already reached a 200-point uh, fantasy plateau. Uh, not who you think would be in there. Mahomes, Ryan, Goff, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Newton, and Trubisky. No sign of Tom, Aaron, or Danger Russ Wilson. No. Who were all the top three last year? Yeah, that's true. Speaking of Tom Brady. Speaking of Mitch Trubisky. No, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Tom Brady. Tim Brody uh, joins Jerry Rice as the only 41-year-old player in NFL history to to make a catch. (laughs) Pretty fucking neat. Um, Woo. And then, uh, speaking of, I know we touched on him a little bit earlier, but I want to talk about the Browns and Baker, my boy. Uh, at 151.2, uh, he is the only Rick, uh, rookie in NFL history with a 150-plus passer rating on 20 or more pass attempts in a single game. Really? Yeah. His last two games, he's 46 for 62, 513 yards, five touchdowns, and one pick. And he's only been sacked twice in those games. And having watched those games, he's getting pressured. Like, he's got to run away from that shit. Um, A little bit of a sad note here. Um, I don't know if you can hear that, Gord. Um, Can you hear that off? Like, uh, dude, I don't know. I know that uh, Stewie had a tough uh, little bit of a week here because he had to say goodbye to a few friends. Um, first was his all-time favorite fantasy player, C.J. Anderson, who was recently released by the Carolina Panthers. And um, on a much more somber note, being a diehard Bills fan, Nathan Peterman finally got his walking yes. papers. So let's have a little bit of a moment here for Stu and his two favorite players.
Respect to you, Stuart. <laughs> Godspeed. Uh, moving Who along. Who sings that song? <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Buddy. Oh, yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot. Uh, so let's take uh, one. I know we beat up on him. Human punching bag. Fuck. But whatever. Let's take one final look at pick six Peterman stats. So Aaron Rodgers could throw 1,240 consecutive interceptions on 1,240 straight pass attempts and would still have a better career TD to interception ratio than Nathan Peterman. Bad. Nathan Peterman once threw three interceptions and zero touchdowns in a game and his passer rating went up from 20.8 to 30.7. Nathan Peterman finishes his tenure with the Bills having the lower QB rating than if he simply spiked the ball straight into the ground on every single play of his career. God rest your soul. Nathan Peterman. Oh, man. I was just Uh, scouring for a good fucking soundbite. About Nathan? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta gotta organize your soundboard, man. There you go. That's a perfect one. Uh, A really odd stat. The fastest... Gord found those stats for Maddie, actually. Oh, yeah, you did. On the Peterman. Yeah. I was, you know, I was helping out... I'm helping out other segments, too. It's bigger than us, buddy. It's bigger than us. Uh, The fastest run this past week, you ask? That honor goes to Jeff Driscoll. Backup quarterback for the Bengals. He clocked in a run that topped out at 21.44 miles per hour. That's faster than LaShawn McCoy's at 20.33, Melvin Gordon at 20.60, Nick Chubb at 20.68, and Brandon Cooks at 20.8. Really? A backup quarterback? Really? <laughs> Jeff Driscoll? That's a good stat for oh, the kid. Oh, man. That's wild. Um, holy. We've got a few here, but God, they're just too good to pass up. Zach Ertz, uh, his fourth quarter touchdown last week gave him 70 catches on the season. He has the most receptions by a tight end in a team's first nine games of a season all time. He Ooh. passed Jason Witten, who set that mark in 2012. The Buccaneers of Temple Bay are the first team in the NFL history with 450 plus total yards and three or fewer points scored. Yeah, he threw, Fitzy threw for 498 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Three points. <laughs> Three points. <laughs> How do you do that and not get into the end zone? I don't How? Know. I, I, that's boggling. That's Fitch magic. And then my favorite dank stat of the week the Washington Redskins have not had a single lead change all season. Through nine weeks, the team that has scored first in a Skins game have not relinquished the lead and they've gone on to win. For instance, this week they took a 3 0 lead against the Bucks. Bucks then tied it up with a field goal at 3-3, but Washington never fell behind in that game. They went on to win 16-3. The league record belongs to the 95 Packers, who had their first lead change happen in their 10th game of the season. So if the Washington maintains a lead this week, they'll set that record. Huh. That's whether losing or winning. Yeah, exactly. So if the other team scores yeah. first and they don't catch up, yeah. But they haven't had one lead change. Imagine that as a, as a Skins fan. You're like... Oh, sweet. We scored first. We got the W. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we got scored against. Oh, I might yeah. as well change the channel. <laughs> yeah, Time to watch true. Ozark. Time to watch Ozark. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Maddie's dang stats. That was good. Thanks, buddy. Um, what do we got next? Gord's Grinder? Yeah, that's right. We yeah. do have Gord's Grinder. Yeah, Gord's Grinder. Again, Grinder Pool was a little bit... Uh, a little bit slim this week, but guys had guys had lots of good weeks. So you know, I mean, there's guys multi tutty weeks. 
stuff like that. Like, I mean, Zeke had two touchdowns. You know, I'm just saying, guys had lots of real good weeks. Yeah. And even if they didn't have that many yards, they still usually scored. Okay, yeah. But uh, it's fitting. Episode 11 is Julian Edelman. All right. Gord's grinder. I like the tie-in. I like the tie-in. He had uh, six pass yards to Tim Brody. Okay. (laughs) So he had a completed pass. 12 targets, 9 receptions, 104 receiving yards, no tutty um, for 14.64 uh, points. Uh, winning. Not Ooh. bad at all. Um, honorable mention goes to uh, Frank Gore. He had 13 rush attempts, 90 rush yards, uh, 3 targets, uh, 2 receptions, 12 yards. But he had a good week, too. Yeah. Well done. Um, what do we got now? Um, we have, we're going to move into a segment last week. We didn't get a lot of, uh, feedback with this, uh, but it, it, I think it, I think it was well received. Um, but it was, it's Teddy's toking tip of the week. I liked it. Um, and Teddy, Teddy had a good one this week and he just slipped this note underneath my bedroom door on his way to work this morning. And he said, ever in a rush and need to grind your freshly picked up weed quickly? Try using your magic bullet. It's quick. It's quick and easy, and we'll have you rolling in no time. They even come with these smaller containers that are perfect for buds. Gordon Kellen, you guys know what I'm talking about. And that was our boy, Teddy. Oh, man. Were you familiar with that one, Gord? I've, I've, I'm an advocate. Advocate of that one. Teddy. Advocate of the Teddy's token tip. Oh, man. Well... Thanks for that one, Ted. It's good. Because they have the small cans. Yeah. But, like, what would you use that for? You know? So, thanks. Yeah. I don't know. That was a solid move by our boy. Uh, All right. Teddy's stoking tip. I like I like it. I mean, it's nice to get him involved, too, right? He's just oh, been yeah. itching beside the glass. You know, on the other side of the glass? Speaking of, we haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, yeah. Let's oblige. <laughs> oh, yeah. We heard from him. Thanks, Ted. Um, <coughs> what are we going with uh, next? Buds and duds or the fearless? I don't want to talk about the fearless. <laughs> okay, let's go buds and duds. No, no. Uh, Just putting on the inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have a great week. Well, the fuck, should, I just, should we just face the music here? Yeah, yeah, go for should it. Should we jump into it? You, you're, you gotta, you gotta go tank cast first. Though. Um, okay, I, it, I don't, I don't know what to say. I've been wrestling with this all week. I've uh, been made aware by a few people. Uh, I reached an unprecedented level of terrible uh, last week on my tank predictions. I not only picked um, Mitch Trubisky mm. as my tank who finished with the most quarterback <laughs> fantasy points this week. I also picked Zach Ertz who finished first in tight ends in fantasy points this week. Uh I don't know what to say. I don't have any words. Um, my predictions for Mitch, I predicted that he would have 225 pass yards, one touchdown, and two picks. Mitchell Mitch had a day. 
Mr. Mr. Trubisky threw for 355 yards, three touchdowns, <laughs> no picks, and that motherfucker tossed in a rushing touchdown. And 18 He destroyed yards. me. He not only avoided playing terribly, he was the best of the week. Uh, the complete opposite of what I thought. Uh, I don't know what my punishment should be. Like, I, this is terrible. And it doesn't, I don't even have, like, another one to fall back on because we move on to Zach Ertz. <laughs> I said he'd have six receptions uh, for sixty for under sixty-five yards and no touchdowns. Zach Ertz scored thirty-point-five fantasy points. He had fourteen catches, hundred and forty-five yards, and two touchdowns. Oh, beat me! And he is also on pace to set a record, which we mentioned earlier. So poo-poo all over you, Matt. Zach Ertz now has four career games with thirteen or more catches. Uh, in NFL history, only Wes Welker has more with five. Um, and Antonio Brown, Jason Witten, Anquan Bolden, and Marvin Harrison also have four. That guy just fucking sewered me. You disgust me. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I've done a lot of um, thinking about it. I've contemplated talking to Gord and saying <laughs> I'm over it. Like, I don't want to I don't want to do this anymore because it's just it's embarrassing. Like, what? <laughs> What can I say? Like, I get, I'm just getting worked. So I've done a, you know, I'm hoping this week I scaled it back a bit on my current ones. Um, but I also want the people to know that, like, I'm taking this serious and I'm reflecting on, on my, on my choices. And I, I got to do some, some I got to look at, I got to look in the mirror. I'll be better. Oh, I'll be better. As we said before, Gord, it's bigger than us. Yeah, it's bigger than and us. I got, a, I got a, I got a bone up here. So here's. Hold on. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Deserved it. <laughs> Deserved it. Um, but here we go. My tank wide receiver of the week is Deshaun Jackson. He's had a rough couple weeks fantasy wise, um, and is yet again going to have to battle, uh, battle on his hands, taking on the Giants D. Janoris. Now, I know you might be chuckling or spitting up your coffee when you heard that the Giants D are going to pose a threat, but on paper, it looks that way. But quietly, the Giants have given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this season. Uh, he is very touchdown reliant. I don't think he's getting more, uh, is getting one this week. So as a result, I predict he's going to have 45 yards on only three catches, no tutties. My tank. Running back of the week is Lamar Miller, Houston Texan, from the U. He failed to reach 100 yards last week after two monster weeks before that. I don't like the matchup against the Skins at all on the road. Uh, Washington ranks fifth against the run, and they've only given up the 11th fewest fantasy points to RBs this season. I would look for Miller to have less than 65 yards rushing, no touchdown. And he hasn't fumbled all season, but I think he's going to do that in this game too. Oh, Why he's not? Get stripped. Why not? What am I going to do? What, am I going to sink lower? Am I going to sink lower in this stupid segment? No. So fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know there what? It is. I think you're back. I don't know. Yeah. We'll I, see. I would say I think Maddie's back. Yeah, that's true. Because I know well, I'm. Back. I don't know. We'll see. I know I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. But I'm not really that back. Because <laughs> last week, I picked Tyler Boyd 
uh, as my wide receiver fearless forecast. Um, he he disappointed. He had four targets, three receptions for sixty five yards and six and a half points. And I thought I thought he was going to have a huge week with AJ Green out, um, but obviously he's getting double covered. So that one didn't work out too well. Tariq Cohen is kind of a half win. Uh, he had seven rush attempts for 15 rush yards and a rush TD, but he had uh, seven targets, six receptions, and 29 yards uh, through the air. 10.4 fantasy points. No, that's a loss. That's that's not a win. No, I'm that's not a win. I'm that's 0 nice. for 2. I was 0 for 2. I'm uh, happy with your honesty, friend. <laughs> but this week, like I said, said What's it again. going down? said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm back. back All right? Baby. I'm back. Let's hear it. The tight end fearless forecast this week is my boy, 88, on the G-Men, Evan Ingram. And I think think Sugar Show Shane also just picked him up on the wire. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, oh, yeah. Maddie's got to turn the volume up. Jesus. Uh, he's going for uh, 82 yards and one tutty. He's going against Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's been giving up yards like crazy all year. And yeah. you know what? Eli had not a bad game last game, but it was Evan Ingram's first game back in San Fran, so I think he's going to have a better game this year. I think they're going to use him. Yeah, sorry about that. I, my phone's got to work itself out. Ah, you got to speak up. <laughs> sorry. I'll be better. Yeah. I'll be better. <laughs> um, my QB fearless this week is uh, Jared Goff, and hopefully for mm. the Valley View Vices, he's gonna have a good. Really week. going out on a limb there, Agorn. Eh, well, Jared Goff. No, because I mean he's not putting up mad numbers. Listen to me talk shit in this segment. <laughs> I've got no leg to stand on. But uh, I think he's gonna go for uh, 360 pass yards, four tutties. 22 rush yards because they're playing uh, KC and I think it's going to be a fucking shootout and I think they're going to have to he's going to have to sling the ball on a real field so it's going to be you don't even have to worry about conditions fucking it up yeah exactly yeah so that's uh, that's the fearless forecast for Gord this week nice dig it all right um, well, now we can jump into Buds and Duds, and we, we'll rip through this one quick. I had the Buds of the Week, and I mentioned him before. Mitch Trubisky is our Bud of the Week. 40 points, 355, three t- t- uh, touchdowns, ran one in. Top fantasy quarterback this week. Breaker of my heart. How does that feel, Kellen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Kellen and I both know what's up. Fuck, it hurts. That sucks. Uh, wide receiver of the Week, same team. Alan Robinson the second. Yeah. 29 points on the East Lake Scoundrels bench. <laughs> 133 yards, just six catches, and two touchdowns. Um, honorable mentions this week at wide receiver. Gotta go with my boy Tariq. Cheetah. Cheetah. And Corey Davis. Cheetah scored 29 points, had 117 yards and seven catches. Uh, and two touchdowns. Davis had a very tough matchup actually against Stephon Gilmore this week against the pa- uh, on the Pats. Walked away with 125 reception yards on seven catches, a touchdown, for, good for 22 points. Um, at running back, we mentioned him earlier. 36 points. Nick Chubb. Ooh, mm-hmm. Chubby Chubb. 176 yards on the ground. 33 through the air for 209 total yards and two touchdowns. 
Honorable mention, Christian McCaffrey at 31 and Aaron Jones at 33 points, both members of the Kitty Cat Clan. That's why he's looking good going into the playoffs. Yeah, he is That's good. why he's my dark horse. Actually, you know what? Let's let's give him his due. <laughs> he's he's not a kid. He's not a cat anymore. I think he's he's grown to, he's grown his claws. Yeah. Well. And my last one, obviously mentioned it earlier, Zach Ertz, tight end, thirty points. We mentioned his numbers. No need to do it again. And our boy Eric Ebron, twenty-five points. Honorable mention. Lots of fucking lots of buds this week. Yeah, yeah that's lots right. of guys had real good weeks. Oh yeah, that's right. Disappointing week for me with Zach Ertz, but whatever. It happens. It does. Yeah. Happens to both of us. Well, duds of the week. We got uh this is a this is a petty dud. Are week. you coming after me? No, no, I'm coming after Stewie because he beat me. <laughs> Big dick, Stewie. Yeah, Stew. yeah. Uh, my, my running back dud of the week was Jamal Williams because Stewie started him for some reason. Uh, he had three rush attempts and three yards. Now available on the wire. Now available on the wire uh, for <laughs> 0.3 points, and it was Stewie's RB2, and he fucking won. <laughs> So, oh well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he's on a roll, man. Yeah, and he's hot. Yeah, he's hot. you can't you can't yeah. slow a fucking freight train. Yeah, like that. and the fact that your matchup came down to Zeke on Sunday night against At Ertz, on, Ertz. Yeah, yeah, they both had monster days. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, tough. Oh so, well. Um, my wide receiver dud of the week was Mohamed Sanu Senior. <laughs> Maddie's boy. I love Mo Sanu. They uh, they played Maddie's Browns. Yep. I'm Wait. assuming Cam. What? The Browns beat Atlanta. Oh yeah, Atlanta. that's right. Yeah, kept him kept him on lock. Fuck him high. <laughs> last week. Wait, <laughs> uh, what? That was that just last week. Fuck. <laughs> yes, it was Time flies. Week. Time flies. <laughs> he had uh, eight targets. <laughs> he had eight targets, six receptions. <laughs> 40, oh. 47 receiving yards and a fumble lost. He had 2.7 points. It just sucks when you know you fucked up so hard on this podcast. <laughs> just no recovery. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah. We all do. Oh, well. John recommended a cookbook. I can't. I can't. Make <laughs> I'm almost down with the cookbook, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, you probably have some good rubs for oh, yeah. some chicken thighs. Yeah, chicken thighs, chicken wings. Um... Anyway, Mohamed Sanu Sr. was my uh, wide receiver dud of the week. Tight end dud of the week is a guy uh, that I think Johnny's rostering. And that's uh, Jimmy Graham in Green Bay. Jimmy Graham, yeah. He had one target at a reception for 14 yards. 1.4 points. Uh, But they're not using them. They're not really using them over there. Like, they're throwing to Adams, they're throwing to MVS. Yeah. Some Tanyan tight end. Yeah, but that was, his, that was his first catch, man. <laughs> Yeah, for a 55-yard 50, fucking tutty. Oh, I guess. Which is dope. All right. And that's, um, is that's, that it? That's buds and duds. All right. Well, I thought I had a clip of the week, and I thought it was so cool, but then I found out that it was not real. Um, so earlier this week, the... Um, Indianapolis Colts released a video of um, Quinton Nelson, their uh, guard, 
coming around the corner of a run of a run play. He comes ripping around the corner and he just fucking pancakes this dude. And uh, they uh, said, uh, like, it, he just crushed him, and you can hear it on the TV or whatever. And like yeah. there, later on, audio came out of uh, him during the actual play, and it was like he was screaming the entire time he was running. So he was like, ah! And he comes around the corner and just like, boom! But then it turns out, that, <laughs> turns out somebody put the soundtrack from The Water Boy over top. <laughs> over top of him. But you know what? The worst part is, like, I thought it was real. But it got, like, retweeted on, like, ESPN and all these different, no like, way. legit... Not that we're not legit, but like yeah. you know, more established, we should say, uh, Twitter accounts. So, anyways, I'll try to pull it up here. I, I looked for it. The tweet that I had it uh, saved under is now deleted. So I wonder, wonder why that is. But, anyways, hmm. that was my uh, chirp of the week. But whatever. <laughs> it will. Uh, we'll try to pull it up at the end of the. Yeah, episode. we'll try. We'll pull it. This up. is why we need a producer. Mm-hmm. You know, some guy that's here ready on the. But like an actual guy, yeah. Like, it's here ready with the clips because it's fucking. Don't talk hard about to Teddy like that. Well, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy's keeps us in check. Teddy's baby. probably more useful right now than I am right now. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> speak. Oh man. No, we're good. Oh yeah, we're working it out. We're working it out. Okay. Well. I guess what time? Like. I don't know. He should be here by now. Yeah. Have you texted him? Oh, I, uh, no, I didn't text Joe Shane. No? Okay. Well, well, he's coming down to the Light It Up Listener Lounge. Yeah, he's coming down to the Light It Up Listener Lounge. Oh. Oh, shit. What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's here. You want to go up and get him? He's here. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Go go? up. Uh Oh, Oh, shit, here he is. Welcome to the BFD for the first time ever in the Light Up Listener Lounge. Shane, aka Dutchy, aka Julio, think you are I am, aka Show Life. Mm-hmm. Hey How's guys, what's going on? Oh man, how's the pod going here? so far? Oh, Pod's man. good. No, no fuck ups. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not fucking up at all. No, no, no. Sounds hard. Sharp as a fucking tack. And all good our pre- all our predictions were bang on, bang on. Yeah. What's new, buddy? Oh, not much. Not much. Just down to the down the studio. Thanks for having us, or thanks for coming down. Oh, thanks for having Snowy me. Snowy night. Not the nicest roads to get here. I know Doris definitely <laughs> couldn't make it tonight. No, you know what? I fucking stopped by the crest earlier tonight. She wasn't even working. Oh man. Some some young broad. Oh. Yeah. Nah. She, well, nah. she's having a night off. Yeah, she deserves it. Mm-hmm. Probably. You know what? She probably knows we go live at about. Uh, 11.30 on Thursday night, so yeah. she's probably just waiting by her iTunes, uh, <laughs> got her iTunes open on her old desktop there, just sitting waiting for us to come on in. Oh, yeah. With the, with the, uh, with the apps. Um, anyways. Is he having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Shane, uh, is here to talk a bit of Steelers, and then I think he's gonna stick around to talk about the league. Yeah. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, and we'll just start off with something easy there, Dutch. 
how do you become a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers? And who two partner here? Mm-hmm. And who is your all time favorite Steeler? Oh, okay. Um, well, probably I, I became a fan because my dad loves football, so I grew up on Sundays watching football oh. every Sunday. Nice. So when I Priorities. started to watch, yeah, probably around seven or eight, Pittsburgh was on often, and and they had. Uh, Bettis on their team. Oh, yeah. And I just enjoyed his nickname was The Bus the and just bus. how big he was running oh, yeah. over people and then just kind of stuff from there. Fuck. So he's your fave? Uh, maybe him or uh, Troy. Oh, yeah. Yes, Paul yeah. Malu. Yeah. yeah. You know who I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say um, Cordell. Oh, yeah. That was one of the reasons I started Yeah, to, you got yeah, into it. Slash, just cool. Man. I was playing different James positions. Oh, the murderer? Yeah. He left on bad terms. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he, he did. He did, yeah. bad terms. James, James Harrison, man. I've never seen a guy injure more Browns players since. <laughs> like, he can cuss Colt McCoy back in the day, knock Josh Cribbs out. Like, he was just a fucking He's maniac. An animal. Maniac. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, spe- speaking of, you got a few jerseys. You want to share with the listeners who you have? Uh, sure, talk. yeah. You need talk, baby. <laughs> I have a uh, black Bettis okay. and a white Antonio Brown. Nice. And I got you a gift back in the day, a year ago. Do you want to talk about that? Because it was a <laughs> terrible mistake. Yeah, it was a uh, Bell t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bud. I'll help you light it if you want. Yeah. Oh, man. You can throw it on your fire pit whenever. Yeah. <laughs> Are guys going to be burning jerseys? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen a few started. videos. Yeah. One guy Fuck. almost fucking lit his whole garage on fire. He threw his burning jersey right by the uh, gas canister <laughs> that he poured it on while well, it was in his hand. Just an idiot. Well, yeah. I don't know. But uh, what else we got here? Uh, we were talking about the O-line a little bit. You start every question that way. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? <laughs> Everyone. Well, just... Having a laugh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the chemistry is so yeah. much better up close. Oh, yeah. You got to be in studio for it. Yeah, it's nice. It's um, nice. Anyway. Plus sti- the contact high you're, you're going to get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You walk out of here with a hazmat suit on. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Steelers O-line mm-hmm. is what the question is about. Yeah. Um, has one of the top units in the entire league and has been dominant yeah. in both pass protection and run blocking. James Conner, my boy. Yeah. Little yeah. Conner's Corner Connor's question, corner. too. Here it is, Stuart. Um, Turn it up. And he's also come in and been a force, taking over that lead back role. That being said, do you think Conner is a product of the system, or is he better than most people give him credit for, besides me? <laughs> hmm. I'd probably say it's a bit of both. I mean, that O-line will go against any in the league as being the tops. Oh, yeah. But uh, Conner has done more than expected. You know, he's been on on the field for all three downs and just his pass blocking too, which you don't usually see out of a young back. So yeah. I'd say probably both. That's yeah. true. Uh, he's, he's a good player, man. Yeah, yeah. Coming out of college, he was top ranked guy. Yeah. You know, he let, he set records and shit. Yeah. I believe that for sure. And you know what I love that I, that the O-line did uh, this past week was when, uh, Reed took that cheap shot on Ben and they just all piled in. Oh, man. Who got yeah. in there? Uh, Pouncey, uh, uh, DeCastro, I think. And then I guess Ben offered to pay for a- any of the fines that they might get this week. <laughs> oh, man. Was Alejandro in there? Yeah, I yeah. think he was. Yeah. But Marquise Pouncey was uh, 
is it Marquis? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. What's the other Pouncey's name? Markel. Markel. It's hard, <laughs> man. The struggle's real. Um, he uh, He's the one that got all the good shots yeah. in on Reed. Just he like popped him in on. the face. Yeah. Like, wasn't even grabbing the guy's uh, face mask. He was grabbing his jaw. His face. Oh, fuck. Neanderthal. It was sick. Um, yeah, I loved it. The, fuck, I, I'm jealous of that O-line. Um, speaking of the O-line, the guy standing behind them, Ben. Yes. Has not been shy. And we know, you, we both know what my thoughts are about Ben Roethlisberger and, you know, whatever. He hasn't been shy about discussing retirement, and it feels like it, it isn't very far away. He mentions it almost every offseason. Do you think the quarterback of the future is currently on the roster in Josh Dobbs or Mason Rudolph? Uh, or is that something that they will need to address either free agency or draft-wise? Um, good question. I don't think they'll need to address it since they've drafted one in each of the last two drafts. And um, Dobbs in his second year had a really good preseason when his job was on the line. Yeah. He, he stepped up when I think he, he was on the, the bubble. So, you know, if and when Ben retires, this is probably the deepest the quarterback position has been. Who's being favored? Uh, is Dobbs is being the Dobbs is backup. The okay, guy. Yeah. Sick. He played a few snaps last game. Yeah, he, uh, against the Ravens, he had one big one. Oh, sick. Yeah, that, yeah. Man. Because what? Who did, who did they play last week and they trounced them? Carolina. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, boys are playing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just pulling up something here. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, show Shane. <laughs> Mike Tomlin is quoted as saying, man. I haven't thought about that one iota, which is a great saying. I think <laughs> one iota, like people definitely know when you say iota, that you are fucking serious about never having thought about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's a pretty devastating trip. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, that's an iota is for real. Like, but anyways, Tomlin says, man, I haven't thought about that one. One iota. When, when asked... If he considered whether Bell had played his last snaps as a Steeler. I mean, I understand coaches and players obviously need to focus on the weeks at hand. But do you think Tomlin could have done something more? you think the coaching staff could have done something more, upper management, to get him to want to play? No, I don't think so. I think his mind was made made up. And I don't think no matter how much the coach, you know, lobbied for him to come, he would have. And I don't think it was his spot to do it. I think it showed confidence in the team with him not ever talking about or wishing that he would come back. Yeah, that, you absolutely. know, they, they have the guys in the room that will win. Yeah, and it wasn't just him doing it. It was every guy in that room. Like, we're not talking about that guy. Yeah. He's not here. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they obviously raided his locker after he left. Which oh, is stealing his cleats Yeah, shit. stealing his cleats, bunch yeah, of free. But, oh, that was fun. The Steelers, oh, was I don't good. think, have been, like I said, an organization to really fucking Never. deal with that shit. Never. No. They're like, whatever, see you then. They don't deal with hostages. No. You know, mm-hmm. like, they're, we're not, yeah. not going to be held hostage. Should they have paid Sorry. him? Should they have paid Lock. them, though? I Should they have paid him? fucking saying. <laughs> you know, like, why didn't they offer him the contract? Well, they offered him one. just wasn't... Yeah, that's not what yeah. he wanted. He wanted to set... He, he wants to set the bar. As I think he probably should. Okay, man. okay. Like, here, Shane, do you give a shit where he goes now that he's off the off the roster? No. Not one fuck. No. No, fuck him. No. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, 
he like imagine him on certain teams. Like the rumors are out there. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're talking about him going to San Francisco, which would be wild. Uh, I think I've heard um, Philadelphia I saw, mentioned. Houston. And Houston, Philadelphia, Indy. Houston, Indy, Jets, and the Jets, and Tampa Bay nope. is on there too. Hmm. Uh, but don't tell that to John because he has Peyton Barber. Who will <laughs> not get him in the Gregor Bowl? I don't know. Who I drafted <laughs> yeah. in the fifth round. <laughs> oh, stop giving it away. <laughs> That's how we're going to end the show. <laughs> oh, man. That's okay. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I don't know. John, like, I just don't see that. I was thinking about that earlier today. How does John not think he's going to be battling for the Gregor Bowl when he traded for um, when he traded for Jalen Tra- Richard. Yeah, Jalen Richard. <laughs> Jalen Richard! Um, and then like and then his other RB is fucking Peyton Barber. Like, <laughs> how do you not know you're going to do that? Like, do you really think Jalen Richard is going to carry you to the promised land? What the fuck, Richard? <laughs> Oh, what the fuck, Richard? <laughs> yeah. So oh, I don't man. know, John. What do you think over there? But whatever. Yeah. That okay. was a good trade for me, I thought. Yeah, great trade for you. I thought I it was... Know. And I'm, you know, I gave up a third, which is high. Yeah, that's true. But uh, getting a fifth back. Yeah. So that's not that bad. Uh, cool. Well, I think that's it for Steelers talk. It's definitely all I can handle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear about that organization. They're just so good. They never fuck up. They're always perpetually... Or I feel like I'm using the word perpetually wrong. They're consistently a team, always in contention. I, I just... Lots of respect to that organization. It's a love-hate thing. And like I mentioned last week, Joe Hayden, the only Brown I'll ever love that currently plays for the Steelers. Yeah, that could be my next jersey. Ah, love him. Love him. That would just be spitting in Maddie's face oh, if I you know. got him. Fucking Joe Hayden. We'll wear, we'll wear ours together, buddy. I still wear my Hayden proudly. I love that well, guy. Well, maybe not. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, moving on to our league. Uh, there wasn't much activity, but there was one trade at the trade deadline, and it actually happened between me and you, Shane. Oh, yeah. Um, where I traded Baker Mayfield and a fifth-round selection to Shane's Julio's and got Russell Wilson in return. For a eighth. eighth round selection, so mm-hmm. I gave up my fifth, and yeah, it was just I was shocked because as soon as you got him, you fucking dropped him. Yeah, well, I have Rogers, so I never really. So um, it's all for draft pick. Yeah. Mm. Huh. That's gonna hurt me in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see which guy could have been mine that just slays the league next year. <laughs> Just Murphy's Law is going to happen. Well, you could have grabbed Russ the week before off the wire. A couple of weeks, yeah. True, but Baker yeah. was also on the wire. So it was, yeah. you know, tit for tit. Yeah. But I liked Russell's uh, matchups uh, uh, coming up, especially around the playoff time. And he's been playing well. And yep. Yeah, I'm considering. I, I feel I'm going to be in the playoffs, so I, I need to be set up for it. Um, All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about Gord's lineup in a second here because I noticed an anomaly. Uh, anyways, let's go to the uh, matchups from last week. And we're the man of the hour. We're talking about him. Shane, how did you do last week? Awful. <laughs> okay. 
Sorry to bring it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, lost to the cat guy who's a fucking machine. I said he had 140. I discredited him. 158 to 97. 97 is not a bad score no, at all. You're not beating 160. But you're not beating though. 160. No. Aaron, back on the back of Aaron Jones, on the back mm-hmm, of yeah. Christian McCaffrey, the guy got it done. He moves to 6-4, and four, which is going to be a current theme in the upcoming segment. Yeah. Uh, the Julios dropped to 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, pretty much puts me out. You think so? Yeah, I would have to win all three to even have a chance, but... Yeah, and you don't have our div. Nope. Sorry, nope, buddy. I wish. <laughs> Man, week 12 is going to be good. Oh, week 12 is going to be... Oh, I can't wait. Oh, man. Oh. Lots on the line, too. We probably won't communicate up until the night we record. <laughs> come know. in, come in deadly silent, and then just let all the venom come out. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that matchup. Though. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Um, what do we got next? Curls for girls? I don't know. What do we have next? <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next? <laughs> I'm just, you know, you gotta lead I'm into back, it. I'm back, baby! What do we got next? <laughs> you gotta lead into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, curls for girls is what we have next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the replacements versus the replacements. And curls for girls... Uh, so who are the replacements? Because we don't all know that right. name. Yes. What a great name. A terrible name. <laughs> It, formerly Great the movie, formerly the yeah. Bo- Coleman beer coolers. Yeah, it's nice that he's got. Uh, At least he changed his name. Shane Falco as his as his uh, footsteps. Yeah, yeah, baby steps. Here. I like the fucking Scottish kicker in that movie. The, yeah. the British yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the replacements beat curls for girls. Yeah, and you know what's fucked? This is the second time this season it's, it's happened for John. Where he has the second lowest points in the league, but he happens to be playing the guy that gets the lowest points in the league. This is the second time this season, and I bet you against me. Yeah, I bet you he's finding that out for the first time right now. (laughs) So, congrats, John! You moved to three and seven, and curls for girls. You are six and four. You get a six and four. Yeah, everybody gets a fucking six and four. Yeah. Uh, in the tightest matchup of the week, if the the basement bowl between the Eastlake Scoundrels and the Levy on My Wayward Sons finished with Eastlake getting 88.94 to Levy on's 88.72. What's that? How was the difference, Matt? I'm not a math. math? Tell me about it, math guy. 12. uh, 12. 22. 22, yeah, 0.22. 12. 12. 12. <laughs> <laughs> Math guy. <laughs> yeah, it's 0.22. Yeah. Um, anyways, thanks for stealing that thunder. Sorry, Scott. Gord's a dick. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about Gord. How'd your matchup go, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I had, a tight, I had a tight one too, man. And a high-scoring affair. But... Uh, the sweatpad bonnets. Does the score show up on the record? No, it does no. not. A loss is a loss. Buddy. Loss is a loss, buddy. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a tough one. Uh, one hundred forty one point three six for the sweatpad boners to one hundred thirty two point five for the hard hats. Yeah, on the back of obviously Mitch uh, and Zach. Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Holmes had a decent day. I think that was actually his lowest yardage day. Yeah. 
But Mike Thomas had a day. Fournette finally was back in the lineup for Stewie. Yeah, and um, he showed up. Yeah, he showed up. He had a great fucking yeah. game. And Zach Ertz, obviously, with a, a great game. Maddie. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. You know what? I'll take that any of the day of the week. I'll be wrong on the tank cast if it means one of your losses. Oh, and I'll take man. that all the time. Because you know what? Stu moves to 7-3, and three, guarantees himself an A-pool playoff spot with that win. Yeah, that's true. You could have been that guy. But now you're at, you get a 6-4. and four. <laughs> And there we go. Um, in my matchup, I took on the 8-1 and one Breezy Topmies, and they had a very, they had an off week. Yeah. I got lucky, uh, and I gave them their second loss of the season. I scored 134.9, uh, third best in the league, no big deal, uh, to his 83, and yeah, just showed up. It was nice. I move up to 6-4, and four. Uh, he moves to 8-2. and two. Uh, all right. Last the last one. Last matchup. Can't forget about mm. Harrison. And old Johnny. And old Johnny. Old, the Valley, pa- old Papa Johnny. The Valley View Vices. New dad. Um, but he can't uh, he can't come up in the win column this week. <laughs> Harrison Butt Kickers took it 118.3 to the Valley View Vices a 100.72. Maddie's, Maddie's dying. Um, Jared Goff had a great game, and uh, he's my fearless this week. Um, and Nick Chubb, I mean, for the Valley View Vices, had a great game, but it wasn't enough. Maddie Ryan had 24 points. Uh, David Johnson finally had his his day with 30 points, and uh, just a solid showing for the rest of the team. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, is Maddie? Are you all right? Uh, yeah, I think I'm back. <laughs> Maddie's back. <clears throat> I'm back, baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this, as we mentioned before, is set up to be some massive weeks. Next three weeks are all divisional games. Uh, we'll just talk about the current streak. And nothing changed. Stu moves his streak to five W's in a row. Peaking, maybe. Maybe too mm-hmm. early. I don't know. He's, but he's looking well, good. He's playing really well. Longest losing streak belongs to Andy with eight in a row. And sorry to do it, but we got to point out a stat uh, for Andy. Um, Throughout the span from weeks four to nine, Andrew's team has been beaten by an average of 50 fantasy points. (laughs) So last week he lost like by 0.22. We know this now. Um, But before that, an average of 50 points. That's bad. And then it just doesn't get easier for him. Um, as Le'Veon is now for the entire year, um, but still, these sons uh, have been wayward all season long. So, I just hopefully it turns around for the guy, but just tough. Transaction counter, Gord, thirty-three, retakes the lead. At least you're gonna win one thing this year. We know that. And uh, thirty-one for Johnny in a close second. Only two guys in their thirties. Last is yours truly. I've got twelve. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's right. Drafting yeah. strong, as Maddie would say. Yeah. Well, that's that's how it is. Um, <clears throat> what are we? Well, going into story time, I guess. I got one more thing to. Oh, you got one more yeah, thing to sorry. mention. Okay. <laughs> I was just doing a little bit of research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that the uh, listeners would really like to hear this one. 
And it involves you. Um, so I know constantly, all season, we've had to listen to Gord go, yeah, and who got him in the 10th round? I got him in the 10th round. I got James Conner in the 10th round. Hey, Matt, remember what round I got James Conner in? Okay, sure. You got him in the 10th round. And honestly, thank God that you did. Because let's recap your rounds three, four, and five. <laughs> rounds three, Gord picked Royce Freeman. Yeah, still got him on my roster. I'm waiting for him to come up. Round four. <laughs> Stop justifying. Chris Hogan. Oof. Where's he? Floating on the wire. Round five. Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh don't forget Keelan Cole in the eighth. <laughs> Or DJ Moore in the 12th. So, yes, you did draft Connor, but please don't forget the others that you fail to mention all the time. Hey, all you need is one shining star. Yeah, and oh my god. Are you Devontae ready? Adams, I would say, was a good draft pick. One shine. Did you just quote Mariah Carey? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, uh, and then just listen to Gord's bench this week. Talk about guys relying on rookies. <laughs> On his bench, DJ Moore, wide receiver, Carolina. Royce Freeman, running back, Denver. Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, Denver. Anthony Miller, wide receiver, Chicago. So four out of those five spots are rooks. Oh, man. I'm a gut guy. And still got the same record as you, bud. So Okay, look at the strength of schedule, bud, and then tell me that it would be the same if I had your schedule. Hey. Fucking easy street over Grinder there. Grinder wins, man. Yeah, I guess Grinder. If you say it enough, it's actually true, right? Yeah. Scraping. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for this week, man. You got yeah. anything else? Oh, uh, story time. Yeah, we got story yeah, time. I don't know. I've been struggling for a story. You still um, don't have one, hey? I thought we were ready to record. Yeah, we are ready to record, but <laughs> sometimes it's tough. Okay. Um... I'll probably just yeah okay, let's let, we'll get into it here. How into it? Not that into it. Okay. But uh, this is a story about uh, when we were young, probably in high school, and we used to think that blowing weed out of a joint you were smoking into a toilet paper roll with laundry sheets. Was gonna make the smell go away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So tail as old as time. <laughs> tail as old as time. And we used to smoke in my buddy's basement, and we would literally light the entire joint, like, and it would be burning, and we would fucking inhale oh. it and, then, and puff it through the while holding the joint, while holding out, of the the joint the... out of the fucking. <laughs> Out of the obvious contraption that we had made. Oh, why isn't it working? And we got in shit so many times, man. Like, oh, oh yeah, you guys are smoking dope again. We're like, no, like, how could you even smell it, right? <laughs> but just stupid kids. Oh, man. You know, smoking dope. I used to blame a lot of things on my buddies. My mom would find papers, things like that, and then you'd have to just blame your buddies, right? Yeah, that's probably what you tell her why you take penalties at hockey. Blame mm. it on me. Oh, I hang around Mad Matt too much. I do hang around Matt. Matt the Mouth. Matt the Mouth. Hashtag <laughs> Matt the Mouth. Oh, that's tough. But anyway, tough one. 
just a quick story time for the boys yeah, tonight. Short and sweet. It's been a, it's been an app. Sweet. Well, that's it for this that's week. It. Episode eleven. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. Big thanks to uh, Show Shane. Show Life Shane for showing up. Dutchie in the building. He's a show guy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. For sure. All right. Cool. Well, we'll see you uh, next week. See you next week on the BFB. I've got the looks that drives the cool while I've got the mood that really move I said chill up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I make them hot, I make them shiver, their knees get weak, whenever I'm around, they see me walk, they hear me talk, I make them feel like they're on cloud nine, I'm just a sexy boy, I'm not your boy toy, I'm just a sexy boy. Your heart, I girl. Hands off the merchant.